The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's time again for Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. And again, Craig Pedersen has joined us. Yes. Hello. Good morning. So we talked about home equity loans and HELOCs and all sorts of things last week. I assume we're going to stay focused on real estate, seeing as Craig's here with us again. Correct. We are. Um, We're actually going to be talking about kind of a very important first step in the home ownership journey, and that is having a down payment. Scary stuff, down payments. They well, can, they can be. be yeah. They can be very intimidating. Actually, the so my fun statistic, I have a fun statistic this time, not a scary one. Uh, the average down payment in 2018 was $28,932. Okay, why isn't that scary? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with $29,000 seems daunting. Well. It could be, that's it, for sure. Yes, yes. So well, maybe we'll, very start, dedicated. we'll start from the very beginning here. Um, the simplest question I could come up with is what is... A down payment, Craig. Well, a down payment is just the amount that you are are setting up for. Um, well, if you take the purchase price minus the down payment, that's the amount that you're going to do the main that your loan for. Mm-hmm. It's the money you're putting into the pot yep. to buy your house. My initial stake. Correct. Exactly. So if I've got a. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, and I put down fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Then my loan is wow. going to be two hundred grand. Yes. yes, so I doubled your twenty nine thousand yeah. wow. <laughs> almost. What's your savings plan? <laughs> but to make up for it, there's a lot of first time home buyers, and and they're usually mm-hmm. in the, spec- the spectrum of three percent down, five percent down, and even less. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there any sort of language used within the lending industry that you refer to as far as what people are putting as down payments mm-hmm. comparison to their loans? Any sort of, uh, I guess, jargon? Yeah. Uh, down payment, uh, There, that's the, usually the jargon that, that you use, da- down mm-hmm. payment. Yeah, uh, but I'm thinking yeah. of the difference between what you're borrowing and what you put down. Oh, okay. The yeah, on the lender side, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So you guys are the only ones using the jargon. Oh, the <laughs> right. L- LTV. Okay. Yeah, L- your your loan to yeah. value. Loan to right. Value. So the part that you pay is the down payment, and the part that the lender is putting out there in the mortgage, that percentage is your loan to value. Okay. Correct. So well, that's yeah. that's what they're speaking of when you hear that. Yeah. Term. Okay. Yep. So that's one that you'll hear a lot as you start to enter the mortgage market. You will hear. How important it is? How important is it to have a down payment if I'm looking at you know a home purchase? Well, usually it's it's necessary. Uh, usually three percent to five percent is the amount that uh, first time home buyers put down. Although we do have programs with zero down, uh, there's a USDA loan that uh, is zero zero percent. Depending on where they're purchasing, if they're purchasing in Rochester, uh, they cannot do the the USDA loan, and then they would have to use three uh, percent down. 
That's FHA. Mm-hmm. Well, three three per, three and a half percent down is is FHA. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's a lot of other programs besides FHA where it's uh, just three percent down. Mm-hmm. Is there? Yeah. Is there advantage for me to put down a larger down payment than what is required? Yes. the The main advantage is you pay less mortgage insurance. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, it goes in five percent increments. Five uh, percent down, ten percent down, fifteen percent down. Those are the the caps where the uh, the mortgage insurance changes. Mm-hmm. So when does the mortgage insurance disappear? Usually, it disappeared. Uh, it disappears after you've paid down to seventy eight percent loan to value. Okay. Where um, which is backwards from the way usually think of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times you'll hear, oh, you need 20% down for your down payment on a mortgage, right? Yeah. So that's kind of, that's that kind of magical number they throw out there because that's the the one that affects the private mortgage insurance, that PMI that Craig is talking about. Right. So that means that the financial institution you're using your mortgage with has that 80% of the loan to value. If you put down the 20%, now you've covered the purchase price of the home for 100%. So once you get past that 80% so that, that he was just talking about, that's when the mor- that private mortgage insurance goes away. Okay. And you don't have to have that extra amount tacked onto your mortgage payment every month that's, or however. Well, it's important to know that LTV language. Correct. Because it plays a role in all of yes. that. Yeah. Yep. Will it impact interest rates if i have a you know the monster down payment am i am i going to get a, a better rate yes that that could affect mm-hmm. interest rate as well not by much but uh, maybe an eighth of a percent but uh any any amount helps when you're when you're yeah, uh, oh, yeah. trying to reduce your house payment and automatically the smaller amount for the loan will translate into smaller payments uh, correct more correct. manageable you know, payments uh, yep I, yep but the key is that insurance because right. that's where you can really save on the monthly payment side. Yeah. Because that money is just going to some insurance company, not towards paying off principal. Correct. Right. Which is the big that, – that's a good term to bring up because that principal balance is really what you want to pay down faster. Okay. And then you have less interest that you're paying on that. Um, but another kind of benefit to having a down payment before you buy a home that – kind of gets overlooked, but it's actually really important if you're planning to become a homeowner, is really just that habit of saving and that habit of budgeting, that saving up for a down payment is going to help you get into the habit of. Because if you say, well, I want to buy you know, a home for $250,000 and you want to have that 20% down to get all the benefits of not having to pay that private mortgage insurance or yeah. having that lower interest rate, whatever your benefit is, you know, you're going to have to save up you know, what, $40,000 for 20% down. So sure. you're going to want to, you know, that's going to take you a while. You're going to have well, to get into the habit of putting money away every month to get to that point. But your point is well taken because if you got into the habit of making the mortgage payment to yourself. Correct. Yes. That's uh, a perfect way. That. That's what I always tell people when, mm-hmm. when I'm counseling folks that let's say they're they're about six months away from purchasing uh, we figure out what their payment's going to be based on the purchase price of the home that they're looking for. And then I tell them the good exercise would be to take that amount and save it every month as if you're paying it. Then by the time you do purchase the home, it's it's not going to be a big surprise. 
Yeah, you paying that same amount. But you adjusted your lifestyle. To and not needs. to mention it, it builds up their down payment. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously the twenty percent is kind of the the golden ticket. If you can get that, then yeah. you get all sorts. Are there are there any guidelines out there for how much is uh, you know acceptable down payment? Well, I mean, the best practice, I guess, or what what you would recommend to somebody who comes in and they're applying for a mortgage. I usually go with what payment they would like, uh, and then we figure out their, here's another term, DTI or debt to income. We figure out what the debt to income is, and is it a comfortable level, is it an acceptable level, and they, they may have to put more down in order to be in that acceptable level, uh, or if their uh, income can sustain it, that may, maybe just 20% down is all they need or even 5%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once again, individualized. Exactly. Yes. So that's where you sit down, Craig, and you go over their mm-hmm. finances, their household finances, mm-hmm. and talk about how much they spend on this various aspects of their lives and what it, what's going to work for them. Exactly. How much okay. they have money, uh, how much they have saved already for their down payment what they want their mortgage payment to be, um, what you know, kind of purchase price they're they're ultimately looking for. All but, all of it has a has a factor in it. With the higher rents people are paying today, mm-hmm. a lot of times the rents I see are the equivalent of what your mortgage payment yes. most likely will be. So I suppose or more. That, yeah, depending on where yeah, you're yeah. renting, and like, there, kind of makes the discussion a little easier, I imagine, with you because mm-hmm. they're already demonstrating an ability to pay that rent. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that, why not build some equity and also uh, at the same time possibly have a tax deduction as well? Oh yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> once you actually sit down and do the numbers, it's pretty it's pretty clear which direction to go if you're yes. you know yeah. if you're renting versus not owning a home. I suppose for a lot of folks, so is what their their lifestyle is, and yeah. whether or not they want to be someplace for a long period of time. Yeah. That kind of plays a role yeah. in it. There's definitely right. a lot of factors that go into deciding to buy a home. Okay, so we mentioned VHA. You mentioned the USDA, which is the rural areas. Are there any other? You know, are there other programs out there that would benefit? let's say veterans or, well, yes, or any there, other group? There is a, a VA loan wh- where it's zero down. Um, also, they can they can usually qualify with a higher debt to income with a, with a VA loan. Um, I, I think if uh, what's one of the main questions that I ask everybody is, are they a, a veteran, uh, especially a first-time home buyer? Get them into the right yeah. mortgage to match who they are. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about down payments in regards to buying a home with uh, Craig Pedersen and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. And we're going to continue right after this on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Jenna Tobble's here. Craig Pedersen from First Alliance Credit Union. 
Uh, we're talking about down payments, the amount of down payments. And before we move on to putting together the down payment, you know, strategies for doing that, which is super important to talk about. Um, if somebody gets into one of these mortgages that says, let's say 3% down payment, and they have that mortgage insurance payment, which is not really an attractive thing to have, um, is there any sort of time period that they have to wait before they can consider a refinance? Because I imagine with the way home values rise in Rochester, that <laughs> you might actually end up having that 20% or more equity in your home in a relatively short amount of time without actually paying down that much in principal, sure. just from the rising value yes. of the homes. Uh, there are a few rules on that. Uh, one of them is you you have to have the mortgage for at least a year. Okay. Uh, so if let's say they're putting 10% down and the home increases in value, they've paid down some, they think that they're within that 20% range. They can request to get an appraisal. Of course, they'd have to pay that, and that might be, say, $400, $450, but it may be well worth it if their mortgage insurance yeah. is $50, $60, $70 a month. Right. So it's just another one of those options, but you got to wait at least a year for that. Right. At least a year to uh, prove, use an appraisal to prove that, uh, and it's up to every every different, every lender has a different rule on that okay. uh, they want to be the ones that control the uh, appraisal uh, ordering that sure. appraisal the other was uh that we talked about before paying down to 78 uh, percent and that usually can get rid of the mortgage insurance from the time that they originally purchased it uh and if it was 78 percent of that purchase price usually they can go away okay Except if it's an FHA loan. <laughs> FHA loan, you can never get rid of that mortgage insurance. You'd have to get a different loan. You'd have to get a different loan. You'd have to loan. pay off the original mortgage and start a different right. loan. Gotcha. Okay, so the down payment. When somebody first makes that calculation in their head and they say, I want to buy that home, and they go, I'm going to start that socket money away for a down payment. Do you guys do you have any advice for great ways to do that how to how to put together the optimal amount of down payment that you could have well what one good way is uh say they're they they have a car loan and they're paying $300 every month the car is paid off keep putting that $300 a month in a in a savings account uh, that that's always a good one or uh, figure that if they need 3% in 6 months what is that going to entail per month and save that amount? Mm -hmm. Just basic discipline. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can also, it's tax refund season. If you get, you know, two grand back in taxes, that's a great start yeah. towards building your down payment savings fund. I mean, yep. what a good way to feel like, okay, I'm making progress already. <laughs> it's very, Well, it would be very motivational to see that number sitting oh, there well, going, yeah. okay, well, yes. I want to get, you know, I want to have $5,000 to put towards a down payment. Well, that's maybe what, if you get 2000 back yeah. every year, that's only two years and then you're only saving maybe $1,000 in between all of that. Like that's a really doable. Oh, it's very doable. Um, it so it's be. a good way to think about, uh, you know, another good option for using that tax refund that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, 
but there are also first-time homebuyer savings accounts out there um, that offer some tax benefits that come with s- designating that savings account oh, really? as a first-time homebuyer savings account. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are there any other assistance programs or strategies available for folks who are trying to get the down payments? Well, there's there's always gift money. Uh, say you have a, a family member, a parent, grandparent, or sibling that, that wants to help you out, uh, the 3% down can always come from from uh, the donor as well. But it has to be a gift. It does have to be a gift, and, and it has to be um, – you don't you don't pay anything on it. It's a um, – uh, it's exactly that. It's a, it's a gift. No strings attached. No strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad are being awful generous. Right. Are there um, ways to apply? I mean, people go to college and get grants to pay for tuition. Are there mm-hmm. grant programs perhaps out there for folks who are maybe first-time home buyers? There are, yes, there are local grants uh, that, that, that could be available as well. Yeah, there, there's a variety of different like down assistance uh, pay, uh, payment programs that you can look into. Um, so grants would be one way. Um, there's some places that will offer um, kind of zero interest forgivable loans. Um, so those loans are forgivable over a certain period, such as like five years. Then the money doesn't necessarily have to be repaid as long as the borrower still owns and lives in the home after that period is okay, over. Okay, so you agree to stay put. Correct. For the five yeah. or years or whatever the term is. Yep. yep. That's a nice option for somebody. Yeah, very well could be. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of these have a lot of other qualifications, sure, you income. know, and things, income, um, you know, certain designations, things like that, that you have to meet in order to qualify for these types of programs. Um, uh, but they yeah. are out there and they're worth exploring if you need the help. Okay. Um, are there forgivable or non-forgivable loans that might come into play? I mean... Uh, or I suppose having a loan for your down payment is not going to work because that's going to count against you as far as... The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely... If you're using one of these programs for your to fund your down payment, there's going to be some other things that you're going to want to take into consideration. Um, but the, the institutions that are granting these things are going to help you understand how to use these okay. appropriately. Um, are there any other examples? <clears throat> Yeah, so then there's the zero interest deferred payment loans. And obviously, again, terms and conditions kind of vary with each of these depending on who's granting them and how you're planning to use them, how much you qualify for, things like that. Um, But generally, these types um, are no payments on the down payment and the closing costs on the loan are due when you sell the home. So if the mortgage is ever refinanced or it reaches the end of the term. Sure. Are these usually offered through governmental organizations or are they, I guess, how do you learn how to be, how to take advantage of these or even if you're eligible? Sure. It, I mean, it. a lot of these come from like nonprofit type institutions that are looking to help people become homeowners. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if there's a lot of government down assistance payment programs okay if you're familiar with any necessarily that no, you've heard of we'll just yeah the, the va loan of course but that's not even a down payment assistance no. that's yeah. more of a just yeah. zero uh down um how do you find out about these i guess that's what you Is can that? call call me and okay, i can tell so you what yeah what what you're eligible for that we have um 
Mm-hmm. There, uh, there's also you can search uh, on the internet for l- low low interest uh, forgivable loans for uh, purchasing a home. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining these are probably tied to folks who have lower income households. They are. Yep they're they're designed to help um, people uh, with lower incomes or disabilities or things that play, that would have barriers set up for them okay. that would keep them from normally being able to purchase a home because of a down payment so there yeah there's some pretty specific criteria that you have to meet with these different types of things but if if you're in a position where you want to be a homeowner but you have these barriers it's worth going down the path and looking into some especially the forgivable zero interest (laughs) yeah yes if you can fulfill the requirements yeah that's that's incredible um going back to gifts Mm -hmm. (laughs) which uh I, i know it's used a lot for you know people going off their first homes i know a lot Mm -hmm. of folks who have done it that mom and dad have helped them out are there any requirements that you have as the lender uh for folks who Mm -hmm. are pursuing that path because uh, to document why all of a sudden they have this money in their account yes there there is a they do have to uh have a gift letter which we can usually provide them uh the gift letter just states that the money is uh there's no expectations and no repayment okay and it would have to be signed by the the donor, and so the donor <laughs> usually has to be, um, you know, a sibling, parent, grandparent. Okay, so there there is a level of documentation to have that applied to the down payment. Yes, because when you go through that mortgage application, they're looking for that sort of thing, right? The unexplained right account that isn't tied to income. Another thing is ju- just something to keep in w- aware of is. Uh, if a parent, say, gave them gave uh, their son or daughter five thousand dollars, one of the first things that the underwriter is going to do is, well, where did that money come from? And if it could be explained, a tax return would be a way to explain that. Uh, a bonus in their income would be a way to explain that. If it's n- if it's a gift then we would go back and make sure that they document that by the gift letter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you ever run into situations? I, I just popped in my head that somebody, in order to get the down payment, they sell off an asset of some sort. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I mean, that that does. Mm-hmm. Now, usually what we need is is just proof that that happened. Okay. A bill of sale, a transfer of title. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of my 68 Corvette, yes. if I ever had one. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a nice down payment. Yes, that, uh, that would be a good down payment, depending on the condition, of course. Yeah, yeah. We're moving on to the house. We're getting rid of the sports car. Uh, I don't like that option. I think I want to keep the vet. We're talking about down payments. We're talking about things you can do to uh, establish a good, solid down payment. The, ex- the advantages of having that as you move into your home, uh, into home purchasing with uh, Craig Patterson and T- Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. We're going to come back in just a moment with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble, Craig Pedersen from First Alliance Credit Union. 
And we're going to rapidly run out of time for our show today, Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) That never happens. During the break, you managed to look up uh, one of the organizations that might be able to help folks uh, if they're pursuing one of those programs Mm -hmm. we're talking about, zero interest, forgivable loans, that sort of thing. Yeah, so one one place you can go that's local here in the Rochester area is the Three Rivers Community Action. Um, They offer some down payment assistance programs. And again, if you just go out to their website, they have tons of information about what how to qualify for it, um, other home ownership um, information that you can go over if you're struggling to come up with a down payment to become a homeowner. Um, so it would be one resource I would recommend that you reach out to if you need um, one of those assistance Fantastic. programs. Because in general, for most folks, if they're able to do it, the home ownership is a good money move. It is a very good money move. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best. Yeah. So uh, if we want uh, if you have more questions, you want to read up more about down payments and how this all works, you, have, you know, maybe we didn't clarify everything perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go to the website and Absolutely. find out everything we need to know? Yeah, as always, visit firstalliancecu.com. Um, again, we've got tons of blog content out there about the home buying process. Uh, we've got different calculators you can use to either help budget for building up your down payment or to figure out how much of a down payment you think you'd need so you can afford a home. Um, All kinds of resources and tools. And of course, um, as always, sitting down with our real estate lending team is going to be a great idea. Um, They can kind of not only help you estimate what down payment obligation would be, how much you'd need, what your mortgage payment would be, kind of go through that whole process for you. A big picture. Uh, The big picture and really set you up for success to start on your home buying journey. Fantastic. Thanks, Craig. Thank you very much. Great to meet you. Jenna, we'll see you next week. Of course. On Good Money Moves here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.